the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Another school shooting. The gunfire lasted less than 10 minutes, but this Heavily morning, armed with a bulletproof vest, loads of ammunition, and a powerful AR-15. Another debate about banning guns. Keep assault rifles out of the hands of people who are going to shoot our kids. I want this to be the catalyst, the end of the Second Amendment. Now, more than ever, you need to know the facts. Get Control, exposing the truth about guns on Amazon and wherever books are sold. All right, so uh, I am. I want to talk to you about this school shooting and where we go from here. But I, I want to do it with um, with this in mind. If it meant, if it meant that we could stop all shootings, would you consider an infringement on your Second Amendment right? If it meant. To me, the answer is yes, but I know the evidence shows that it doesn't work. So, no, no. If you could show me um, real evidence that this was an outdated mode of thinking and that, um, you know, we had somehow or another solved the reason why you should have guns in the first place, and that is uh, against tyranny um, and you need it for self-protection. Well, then you could talk me into it, but I, I, I've never seen that evidence. I've looked for that evidence, but I'm open to hearing new evidence. Share away. If you are on the other side and I could show you evidence that uh, we could do a few things beside not taking away guns and it was effective would you change your mind? Would you say, well, let's start there. And for both sides, if we could get to a place to where I could just say, look, you know, we want to have this gun debate. That's fine. But this is the one of the oldest debates in American history. Uh, what is a militia? So we're not going to solve this in the next couple of weeks. Do we all believe that more that, 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 that more shooting is coming? I think it's safe to say, yes, we all know that. Okay, so what are we going to do to solve it? Well, the first thing is, what can we learn from this shooting? What can we learn from the last shooting? We learned from the last shooting in the church that, A, somebody who is just a civilian with a firearm can stop the shooting. But we also learned that the Air Force was not reporting people with mental health issues or issues with guns and domestic abuse to put them in the system that had to be changed now what have we learned on this one well i think one thing that we've learned is there's something wrong with this sheriff there's something wrong deeply wrong in broward county it's one thing to have one guy that stays out of the building and waits while the shooting is going on but there were four sheriff deputies he does he denies that he, although his denial has lots of qualifications, you know, qualifications uh-huh. to it, uh-huh. uh, which maybe we'll hear some of that here yes. in, in this interview. Uh, but I think, you know, there's also the thing of, you know, what do you learn from this mass shooting? And one of the things I think when you're leading up to the mass shooting is, is if every um, citizen in America has told you that one specific person is going to do a school shooting, that might be a time 
to uh, understand that perhaps that person is in danger of doing a school shooting. Maybe yeah. you should do something about that. When you have the number of reports and the number of altercations with this student that they did and the sheriff's department did nothing, that's a problem. That's a real problem. And that's easy to fix. Let's make sure that's not happening anyplace else. Let's discuss this and get to the bottom of it. Jake Tapper started unraveling this uh, this hero sheriff's story um, over the weekend. And let's start with why was there no report when they when they called and said he's going to be a school shooter. He's a school shooter in the making and he has access to guns. Why was there no report? Listen, fewer than three months ago, your office received a call from a tipster explicitly saying that the that Cruz could be a quote school shooter in the ma- making, according to notes released on that call. No report was even initiated at this point, sir. Do you understand how the public, seeing red flag after red flag after red flag, warning after warning after warning, they hear that your office didn't even initiate a report when they got a call saying that this guy could be a school shooter in the making? How could there not even be a report on this one? Well, if, the, if that's accurate, Jake, there, were, there, there needed to be a report, and that's what we're looking into, that a report needed to be uh, completed. It needed to be forwarded to our either Homeland Security or, or Violent Crimes Unit, and, and they would have followed up that's on it. That's from your notes. That's need, from notes released the, by your office. I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is from Broward. No, and that's, and that's what that the, the officer who handled that is on restrictive duty, and we are, that's an active internal investigation, and we are looking into it. Okay, so there's another person um, under his command that has failed to do the job. Yet, he wanted more law enforcement power. That should always scare people. What are you doing with the power that you do have? But he's been asking for more power. Listen. The whole crux of this is, giving law enforcement, giving uh, deputies, giving police officers, not only in Broward County, but in Florida and around the nation, expanded power to be able to do something more than just write a report. That's the whole reason I went on CNN isn't, at the isn't town making, hall isn't, meeting. Sir, isn't I, making a threat against a school a crime? Not if it's uh, not if the person doesn't have the ability to carry it out. You could say uh, a, a non-specific threat. I'm going to go to a school or that. It's not a crime if the person doesn't have the apparent ability to carry it out. Well, it's not a crime. In September you, 2016, the shooter indicated he wanted to buy a gun. Deputy Peterson knew about that. He initiated a report. The school launched a threat assessment. At this point, you have somebody saying that they're going to shoot up a school and somebody with a gun. That's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> that's not huh? enough. Huh. huh? And that's just one of the incidents. Of course, there's dozens. But I mean, huh? There, that's is that true? Because uh, his first answer is, do they have the ability to carry it out? Yes. The, then he says, Wait, well, it has you're a gun. Using reason. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. Should I calm down? You should, should I, calm down. Stop using reason. Let's just jump on his side or against him, depending on what our religion tells us to do. That's true. I this is this is the problem. This is the problem. So reason would tell you, well, let's stop here. Let's stop here. Is that true? Now, we know that's not true. We know that's not true. There was a a paper trail very long yep. uh, against this kid. So you obviously have enough power to make sure that he is not around guns, to make sure that he gets some sort of medical treatment, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is. 
You may not be able to throw him in prison, but you certainly can restrict him with all of the stuff that we had. So we know that's not true. If it was true, that should be the first thing the sheriff is asking for right there. Here's specifics. I had 31, uh, you know, complaints against this guy. 19 of them we did exactly right. Okay, we'll get back to the others that you didn't get right. But on those 19, I couldn't do anything. And we knew he had a gun. We knew that he was holding it to people's heads. We knew that uh, he was threatening to shoot up the school. And we couldn't do anything. We know that's not true. But if it is true, or if it were true, that should be the first thing we work on, don't you think? Because there has to be other schools and other sheriffs that are facing the same thing. I know this kid is going to go and do something because of the 19 reports that we have, but I can't do anything. We should hear from those sheriffs. We should know. Let us help you protect the children. All right. Next cut. Uh, When did he know about Peterson? I love this one. When did you find out that Deputy Peterson had not gone into the building? How soon after the shooting did you know that? Uh, not for days. Uh, we, uh, How many our days? investigators looked. I'm not sure. Because you spent much of the Wednesday night town hall on CNN a commu- with the entire Stoneman Douglas community, students and teachers and parents, attacking the NRA, saying that police need more powers, more money to prevent future tragedies. You didn't disclose any of this to the crowd then, the Stoneman Douglas high school community, did you know it then? Did you know it Wednesday night? It was spoken about during that, uh, earlier during that day. I'm not on a timeline for TV or any news show. We need to get it right. We need to get it accurate. We're talking about people's lives. We're talking about a community. Uh, We need to corroborate. We need to verify. And once we did the next day, and I I looked at the tape, and I was 100% certain that it happened the way uh, I was told about, the investigators initially told me, told about, I didn't even release it right that second. You didn't look at the video? One week after the shooting, you hadn't looked at the video yet? I looked at the video as soon as our investigators, uh, it wasn't my job to look at the video, it was investigators' job to look at the video. I'm still sheriffing this, 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 uh, this county. There were many things to do. We have investigators, homicide investigators, internal affairs investigators dissecting it. And when they felt it were, uh, there was a video that, I, ready for my view, that I might take action on one of our deputies, I looked at the video. I mean, if you believe this guy hadn't seen that video, before that town hall in a, in a week's time then he's uh, he uh, needs to be dismissed as incompetent just for that i mean there's tons of things that i would love to sell you but the other thing is can you imagine forget it even if he saw the video he had, he tells you there that he knew about it going on stage can you imagine the balls to go on stage on national television and yell at dana lash and say that she's not standing up for these kids when you know that your deputy was actually not standing up. He was crouching behind a wall while people were being executed inside the school. Can you imagine the balls to go on television and not bring that up? Now listen to this. Listen to this idea. (laughs) That's incredible. Let's just fix reason firmly in her seat and let's just use his logic. He doesn't want to go on television because uh, there's a crowd there. It's community. That's a community that is grieving. And he wants to make sure you just don't go in front of that community, in front of that crowd, 
unless he can verify everything, and he's 100% sure that that's what happened. So he was 100% sure that the NRA caused this shooting? He's 100% sure Mm -hmm. that it was the gun and not the kid? He was 100% sure, even though he had evidence presented to him that things could have been different if not one, but four of his deputies would have moved in. He was 100% sure that it was the NRA's fault. But he wouldn't bring anything, he wouldn't bring anything about his group unless he was 100% sure and he just wasn't he wasn't there. But he was so sure that the people who weren't there were at fault. I, I don't I don't under I don't understand that. That he, doesn't seem like you're really doing an investigation. That seems like a witch hunt. Oh, and he didn't want to let that fact out in front of the families, in, in front of, in a public forum. He wanted to do it one-on-one, Glenn. Yeah, oh, well, I, I wanted to make sure I that know. was one-on-one. I know. Well, he did the very next morning in a press conference, so he didn't hmm. do it one-on-one. Hmm. Uh, he just put it out in a press release, talked to reporters yeah, about talk it. talked to reporters, but hmm. in this interview with Jake Tapper, one of the reasons why he didn't do it was because he needed to, t- you just didn't tell people like that in a crowd or a, just a impersonal f- forum you like the town hall you needed to you know there was one parent that wasn't there and he wanted to make sure everybody was there so he could personally tell them so it, all the parents were there at, at his the press, press release conference. Uh, no well, that's interesting no I, it's I mean, strange isn't you, it you let that crowd uh, attack dana lash calling her a murderer and all these other terrible things it was mob it was a mob, christians and lions as you've been talking about it i mean absolute mob and you knew as you were sitting on that stage and and making it worse by putting more blame on her and the NRA, you knew your own deputy, you were going to fire him the next day for dereliction of duty because he didn't go in there. You, your judgment of it is of his actions are so bad. And you don't even bring that up. And in fact, you make it worse. You make people go after her. You make her life be threatened. That is in, incomprehensible. If this guy makes it through this thing with his job, that is, I, I, I don't even, I, there is absolutely no justice. I will tell you that during, during the town hall, during the town hall, CNN people wondered uh, if Dana and others had security to be able to get them out. They've started to worry about the guests' security. Wow. Wow. Huh. I know I felt that way, but it's strange to hear CNN might have felt that way, and yet they continued to go. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.